Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Lots of uncertainty surrounding the franchise. We got the impending sale of this football team. Ron Rivera heading into a lame duck year. And according to the sound we heard earlier from Sean Payton, he may not have a gig by the time the season starts. So plenty plenty of hot-button items to get to on behalf of the Washington Commanders. We'll continue to do so uh, here in the remaining hour of the program. Want to reset things here. The breaking news we got about half an hour ago, 45 minutes ago, Ben Standing in combination with Daniel Kaplan, sports business reporter for The Athletic, they are reporting that prospective bidder for the Washington Commanders, Josh Harris, he visited Ashburn in the Commanders facility recently, uh, is the word that's being used. And that really lends to the discussion that Josh Harris is one of them one, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Josh Harris is one of the guys that are going to end up being a finalist to be awarded the Washington Commanders. And I've given you his resume here, what I know about it. Uh, Partial owner of the 76ers, partial owner of the New Jersey Devils. So it's it's not like he hasn't been involved in professional sports before. I think for that reason, partially he's got a leg up on this situation and Moving forward, man, Josh Harris, definitely uh, a name to luck out for. We heard from Charles, wow, I'm, I'm blanking on, Charles Gasparino of Fox Business Network. He joined Grant and Danny earlier this week. He said that Jeff Bezos is a name that the NFL is very high on and would definitely love for him to bid because of a simple reason. He's got the cash, right? There's not going to need to be a lot of outside assistance for a Jeff Bezos to purchase this franchise. And, you know, for that reason, the NFL and uh, the higher-ups in that league, you know, want Jeff Bezos to be a part of this thing. We'll see, though. We'll see. A lot has been made about the relationship between Bezos and Snyder because Bezos is the owner of the Washington Post. And the Washington Post really was the epicenter and the origin of where all these hit pieces about Daniel Snyder uh, originated from. So it'll be interesting to see if Daniel Snyder wants to dance with the devil, so to speak, uh, but but the news I want to reset here now. We'll play this audio for you one more time. 
Sean Payton, uh, the new head coach of the Denver Broncos. It was rumored about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, by Colin Cowherd and Diana Rossini that, look, the Washington Commanders, if the ownership situation can get cleared up quick enough, they could be all in on Sean Payton potentially being the head coach. Sean Payton earlier today with Adam Shine further confirmed those rumors. Take a listen. For me, it was looking it was looking really closely at, at, at these teams, and then there was a, you know, there everyone's waiting to see what happens in Washington, and there there was some interest from some potential ownership groups that are going to be bidding on that currently a bid on that team that were getting ahead of the game, saying, wow. "Hey, you know, if we get awarded this team, would you?" And and so. There were a lot of different things at play. That's interesting. And and that's a place that's had great tradition. Like when I came into the league, Adam, my first two years were Philly. Of course, yeah. My next four years were New York Giants. So you know all about that. And then my next three were the Cowboys. That My whole entire NFL career prior to New Orleans was NFC, NFC East. And what happened to that program? Was that one that made you think a little bit? Listen, that place, my uncle loved the Washington franchise. Last year, we go there to play. And I'm pregame, I'm looking up in the crowd. A third of the fans are Saints fans. And I'm like, what happened to this place? Yeah. That was one of the six that was one of the six pillars. They used to fight for tickets in divorces. I mean, for there's a fifty year wait list (sighs) to get tickets. It's sad. That was a special place. It was. So it'll come back. I hope so. Spicy comments from head coach Sean Payton about what could have been. And I think that's really Ben, one of my biggest takeaways from this is what could have been. As a fan, it's so easy now after hearing this to sit and sulk about what could be. Because the way this franchise and the way this team finished down the stretch, going back to Carson Wentz, a lot of people frustrated with Ron Rivera. And when I hear Sean Payton say what he said to Adam Shine. My initial thought is that, wow, is Ron going to even make it to the start of the season? Because the reason a lot of people were shooting down the Sean Payton rumor was because the timeline, so to speak, didn't match up, didn't line up, right? They want this sale done by the end of March. That would be after free agency. So it wouldn't make sense for a coach to take over that late in the offseason process. It's unprecedented, right? Sounds like Sean Payton wasn't too adverse to that happening. Sounds like Sean Payton was definitely all ears, so to speak, about coming here to Washington. So what that lets me know is Ron Rivera is really fighting for his job in 2023. Ron Rivera, this is it. What the young folks say is up, is stuck. It is stuck and up with Ron Rivera. Win or go home. And the way this sale is going, and, and the way that you know these rumors are coming out, there is a great possibility that he doesn't even make it to year four. That he doesn't even make it. And I wonder, because this now just opens up Pandora's box about theories and hypotheticals and possibilities. If Ron is privy to the fact that new ownership, when they do come in here, if Ron is of the mindset and belief that they are going to want to replace him, kind of makes sense 
why he's willing to go with Sam Howell going into 2023. Because he's of the mindset of like, well, F it. I might not be the coach here anyway. I don't have the autonomy at this point in my tenure to go out and take a big swing for a Derek Carr or an Aaron Rodgers. That's not where I'm at right now with this franchise. So that makes sense. But I do think two things can be true. One, that makes sense. And then two, Sam Sam Howell, no matter who the coach is, to me, Sam Howell the best option, right? But is it fair to you guys that Ron Rivera, if things went the way of that ownership group, would have been replaced before the season even started? Is that fair? You tweet at me, at N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P, 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor Listener Lines. If you're on the line, stay there. We'll take one more quick timeout, then we'll get to your calls. Lines are flooded right now. Get in while you can. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. When we come back, your calls. Is it fair that Ron Rivera is coaching for his job or may not make it to the start of the season? And what does the news that we've gotten here in the past couple of hours mean to you? 1-800-636-1067. If you're on the line, stay there. Your call's next. We're a lot closer today on February the 10th than we've ever been to the Washington Commanders officially being sold. Something else that lended to this conversation in the 5 o'clock hour, Sean Payton on with Adam Shine of Time to Shine had this to say about his potential recruitment from prospective bidders. For me, it was looking it was looking really closely at, at, at these teams and then there was a you know, there, everyone's waiting to see what happens in Washington and there, there was some interest from some potential ownership groups that are going to be bidding on that currently a bid on that team that were getting ahead of the game saying wow. hey you know if we get awarded this team would you and and so there were a lot of different things at play that's interesting right? and and that's a place that's had great tradition like when i came into the league adam my first two years were Philly. Of course, yeah. My next four years were New York so Giants. So you know all about that. And then my next three were the Cowboys. That My whole entire NFL career prior to New Orleans was NFC, NFC East. And what happened to that program? Was that one that made you think a little bit? Listen, that place, my uncle loved the Washington franchise. Last year, we go there to play. And I'm pregame, I'm looking up in the crowd. A third of the fans are Saints fans. And I'm like, what happened to this place? Yeah. That was one of the sad. six that was one of the six pillars. They used to fight for tickets in divorces. I mean, for there's a fifty year wait list <sighs> to get tickets. It's that sad. Was, that was a special place. It was. So it'll come back. I hope so. Wow. Sean Payton talking about what could have been. I know that's a definite punch in the gut uh, for some Washington Commanders fans because while there was a lot to take away from what Sean said, one of the big things that I know fans will take away and come away with is that, hey, look, we were this close, this close to potentially having Sean Payton uh, being the head coach of the Washington Commanders. Obviously, Sean Payton last week finalizing his deal uh, with the Denver Broncos and Washington uh, forced to pivot here in a lot to unpack from that, and we'll continue to do so as the show rolls on. I want to take your calls on this as well. 
1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. You can tweet at me as well, at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. So I said this earlier. My big takeaway from what Sean Payton had to say was Ron Rivera is not safe by any stretch of the imagination. And I'm now starting to question whether or not he makes it to the start of the regular season. Now, I know the timing is all wacky and, you know, hiring a head coach this deep uh, into the offseason program uh, definitely seems like a tall task. But more money, more problems or more money, more power, whatever they say. All I know is that some billionaires would definitely be capable of making everything right. You know, I know there are some rich folks out there who can make everything right with this situation because who cares, honestly? I know the fans probably don't care. As a fan base, I'm sure you all are probably thinking, as long as the team gets sold, the hell with Ron Rivera. Who cares about Ron Rivera? All the personal attachment and emotion that you all may have had for Ron Rivera, all that goes out of the window once a new owner comes in because that's all we're going to be able to talk about. Now, what's interesting for Ron is that if he does get to coach the team this season, How well does he have to perform to keep his job? That's my question. Because when you look at this roster on paper and what they've got, this team last year was league average quarterback play away from being a playoff team. So if you're able to get that out of Sam Howe, what's the limit for this group? If Ron Rivera goes out and makes the playoffs in 2023 and a new ownership group fires him, what will be the conversation? What will be the dialogue here locally? How would you all feel about that? Because I think it's a damn real likely scenario. It's very possible. Now, some other comments that Sean Payton had to make on the situation was also interesting. It kind of, hearing him talk about this franchise, to me, speaks to how the rest of the National Football League views the Washington Commanders. They're a sleeping giant, so to speak, that basically this once illustrious franchise that was rich in tradition and history basically was ruined by a young billionaire named Daniel Snyder. That's how a lot of folks are looking at this thing. It's almost like, Hearing them talk about it, saying they'll be back. They'll be back one day. Like the Sean Payton's, the Sean Payton's beliefs represent those around the National Football League. Like, is there a consensus that Washington is this sleeping giant and that they are just so, so close to getting over the hump and that new ownership is all this thing needs? Because I know there's a large portion of the fan base who believes that, myself included. I just want us to do it the right way. Team building 101. Ownership comes in and hires a football-minded general manager. General manager and owner, they then crack their skulls together and go out and find a head coach. And then head coach and GM find a quarterback. That's how the good teams in the National Football League do things. That's how the Kansas City Chiefs were constructed. That's how the Buffalo Bills are constructed. That's how the L.A. Chargers were constructed. 
You cannot buck the trend if you're Washington. And I know a lot of us like to point to Daniel Snyder as to why this franchise has been in despair for as long as it has. But man, the new owner that comes in here has got to hire the right football people. That's the first order of business. That's public enemy number one, so to speak. That's the top of your honeydew list for this new owner. Get good football people in here. Because if not, it's like a hamster running on the wheel. It'll just be a richer, more fancy wheel, right? Because it'll be a billionaire wheel. But until, until this franchise is committed to team building the proper way, it's going to be tough as hell to get this thing out of the dirt. I do buy I do buy the narrative that's out there that Washington is a sleeping giant. It's one of the biggest media markets in the world. You got a new stadium that's potentially going to be built that's going to be set to host the Super Bowl, Olympics, other things like that. This town, this fan base is starving starving for a perennial playoff contender. This area is starving for sustained success. I'm too young to remember what the hell was going on out at RFK, but the stories I hear is that, and Sean Payton and Adam Sean alluded to it, this was one of the blue blood giant franchises in the National Football League. This was one of the most passionate fan bases in the National Football League. Hearing people talk, RFK was the most difficult venue to play in in all of the entire National Football League, maybe in all the pro sports. You hear the stories about how it would rock side to side and how you couldn't hear yourself think. That's real. That's real. And that, that has, was, that's what Daniel Snyder has burned to the ground. That's what Daniel Snyder has let escape this franchise. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well, at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Mike's at D.C. What's going on, Mike? Uh, good evening. Um, the story itself, I've been hearing it for the last hour. You've been playing it. But to me, it's nothing shocking or nothing new. It don't surprise me. It don't move me. Uh, everything about you saying about uh, – Ron Rivera and his job. None of that shouldn't surprise me. All that, we knew all of this last year. As far as Sean Payton comments, it don't surprise me, and it don't move me. What if he, if he would have coached the commanders? If I had a fifth, we all be drunk. And I got <laughs> something else to say. If uh-huh. Jeff Bezos was the owner, uh-huh. we would have Sean Payton. Bottom line. The bottom line is, and it's going to always, it's going to always start with this: we don't have an owner. Before you look at Ron Rivera, you don't have an owner. The only owner that can own this team is Jeff Bezos. I'm sorry about this guy touring the facility. I don't know him. I mean, he's rich. He's more important to me. But well, Mike, let me ask you this, Mike: what, what is your what is your infatuation with Jeff Bezos? Huh? What's your infatuation with Jeff Bezos? Why are you so hell bent on Bezos being the owner? He has the money. He has the Bingo. money and he has the cash. And bottom line, this is the capital of the world. Not the United States, mm. the capital of the world. He has the money and he's one of the richest men in the world. And he he has, you know, he got um, his feet down in the city. Why shouldn't he own this franchise? Why shouldn't he own the Nationals? We have mm. Ted Leonsis. He want the Nationals. He got the Wizards. Can't do nothing with it. We're tired of Dan <laughs> Snyder. Yeah. We need to with money, man, that can move something. 
That's the bottom line. That's the only owner that should own this franchise. If it's not Jeff Bezos, you'll never win. You lost. Mm. We need an owner that can buy the stadium, move politicians. These guys, they just guys, they just fans that probably went in and brought teams. Jeff Bezos moved the world. That's who we need. And I mean, thanks for taking my call, dude. Hey, I appreciate you, Mike. That was that was that was lit, brother. Look, that's Mike puts it perfectly, man. I, I do agree with him. And I, and I asked the question just to hear his point of view. I think there's a consensus amongst the fan base that Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos will be the best thing that ever happened to this franchise. Jeff Bezos in the financial capital that he's got, his ability to come in here and make decisions and move mountains, so to speak, and get stuff done. That uh, that would definitely, that would definitely move the needle here. And more on Jeff Bezos. Our guy Charles Gasparino, seven hours ago, tweeted this: Jeff Bezos heads into Super Bowl weekend. The bitter NFL officials want to buy the Washington Commanders. People with direct knowledge tell that to Fox Business. So, Mike and all of you other fans out there who are hoping for Jeff Bezos, man. It is a hell of a lot closer to happening than you all probably may expect. Uh, we'll take a quick time out here. When we come back, if you want to continue to chime in on the ownership situation, you can. Phone line's wide open, 301, excuse me, 1-800-636-1067. We're going to switch gears here a little bit and hit the gridiron and talk about some things that Ron Rivera said earlier this week. I told you Radio Row was full of good nuggets. Ron Rivera providing them all. His comments on who should be the new QB1 in Washington. Let's share that next. Well, the big news that broke during this show tonight, Josh Harris, uh, according to Ben Standick, Daniel Kaplan of The Athletic, Josh Harris, a prospective bidder for the commanders, actually toured the facility uh, not too long ago, lending folks to believe that you know this sale could be completed sooner rather than later. Uh, there was some other news made this week on Radio Row. Ron Rivera, the head coach of the Washington Commanders. I hopped on with Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio and Chris Sims uh, and had some interesting things to say about who's going to get the first crack of being QB1 this year. Take a listen. Now decisions need to be made moving forward. How much of Sam Howell's performance in that final regular season game helps you decide on what the path that the position is for 23? Well, you know, to, to, to answer that, Mike, the biggest thing we decide is he will start off as QB1. He will most certainly get the first opportunity. We go into OTAs and minicamp, you know, he'll be QB1. He'll fight for that position. We'll give him every opportunity to earn it. And we'll see what happens once we get into training camp and through it. And just so I understand what that means, because we've got, I think, an unprecedented quarterback musical chairs coming yes. in free agency. You're not in that this year. No. You're out of it. No, I, I think the biggest thing is, you know, is is we have to find a guy to come in that's going to compete. You know, but in terms of finding a guy that you're gonna, it's gonna, that you're gonna have to spend a lot of capital on. No, we're not looking for a guy we got to spend a lot of capital on. We're looking for a guy who's gonna come in and compete first and foremost. So exact opposite of last year when you guys called yes. every team literally, which yes. was smart. Let's yep. find out who's available. That's not your business this year. It's Sam Howell with a veteran backup, which you'll, if we you'll find sift the, it out once the, yeah, the the music stops and the starter spots right. are all filled. We want to find the right situation, a guy that can come in and, and be that supporting guy that can really help him grow. And become the guy that gives you an opportunity to win football games. Wow. Head coach Ron Rivera peeling the curtain all the way back 
If you all have been paying attention to anything I've said since the season ended, and really during the season, I was a proponent for this. I love everything that Ron Rivera said uh, to Mike Floriol and Chris Sims, and here's why. This ultimately, going with Sam Howell, could end up being the best decision Ron Rivera has made since coming here. This is the first time, and I'll continue to lean on this, the first time that Ron Rivera and this regime have tried to draft and develop a quarterback. This is the first time this regime has tried to hitch their wagon to somebody that they can develop and grow. I love it. I love it. This is the best approach, by the way. Look at the rest of the National Football League. I'll continue to say this. By far, this is the best approach. Right now, in 2023, quarterbacks on rookie contracts are an NFL goldmine. That is what's winning right now. That is how you finesse the system, so to speak, to build the best roster around your young signal caller. And to me, if I'm starting to franchise from ground zero and I can't have Patrick Mahomes and I can't have Josh Allen and I can't have Joe Burrow and I can't have Justin Herbert or Lamar Jackson, this is how I would want to do it. Go out and get a young signal caller who you can build around. And I was lucky enough to be out there at training camp, boots on the ground every day. And it was very apparent early on that while he may not be the most seasoned or the most mature, Sam Howell had the best combination of arm strength and accuracy of any of the three quarterbacks on the roster. That was very evident out at training camp. And his work ethic is what really sold me on Sam Howell. His work ethic is what really got me looking at him under more of a microscope, so to speak. Every single practice, Sam Howell, and Kenny Zampezi on a consistent basis were the last two to leave the field. That's what I want. That's what I want for my young signal caller. Not Carson Wentz. It wasn't Carson Wentz who was the last to leave the field. The guy that needs more reps in the system. The guy that's brand new here trying to establish himself. It wasn't the veteran that was staying after practice every day. It was our rookie fifth-round pick, Sam Howell. That matters. That means something. He gets it. A lot of the times in today's day and age, man, the difference between good quarterbacks and bad quarterbacks, and it's going to sound so cliche, like something your grandma said, it works if you work, so work it. Right? Let me say that again. It works if you work it, so work. Sam Howell is not going to fail as the commander started quarterback because of a lack of effort or a lack of attention to detail or a lack of preparation. Sam Howell is ready to go. Sam Howell's made up of the right stuff, so to speak, right? Sam Howell's got it, right? And that it was on display in week 18 against the Dallas Cowboys. That it, that it is why this team and by the players in this locker room were confident and comfortable 
with Sam Howell starting that final regular season game. I said it in camp. I'll say it now. From a physical trait standpoint, Sam Howell's got everything you desire in a young signal caller. It's about whether or not he could get things from the neck up. Right? It's about whether or not he can understand how to be a professional starting NFL quarterback. It's about whether Sam Howell, Tuesday through Saturday, so to speak, could learn how to be a pro. And according to folks I talked to within that building, that is where he did the most of his damage. That's where he did his best work was Tuesday through Saturday, which led to them having the confidence in that final game of the season to say, you know what, young pup? Here, let me take the training wheels off your tricycle. Go do it. I guess you can't have training wheels on a tricycle, off your bicycle. Let me take the training wheels off of your bicycle and let you go ride. Go do you. And he clearly proved them right uh, in that Week 18 finale against Dallas. And based off of those comments of Ron Rivera, they're all in for Sam Howell. Which ultimately, to me, I think could be the first of many moves to happen this offseason that get this franchise out of the mud. I also look at it as a vote of confidence for Sam Howell. Are you kidding? This is huge. If I'm Sam Howell and I hear my head coach say this, I'm smiling ear to ear. I might even go eat a damn steak. No, Sam Howell doesn't eat red meat, only a chicken guy. So maybe he would eat a steak if he finds out he's going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL for the first time. The thing about Sam Howell that I'll continue to preach and stretch, he is not your typical fifth-round pick at the quarterback position. He had the physical traits and tools of a first-round quarterback. We all know what led to his demise and his fall uh, during this past year's draft process. Graduated a bunch of his top talent, and in his final year at Carolina, he had to do a lot. And he handled himself pretty well, man. He did. He did. I just think what you the version of Sam Howell that we saw in his final year out at Chapel Hill scared a lot of scouts off. So much so that he falls all the way to the fifth round. And I remember it like it was yesterday, man. I did the show, I did the Saturday show after the draft was completed. Did the Saturday show after the draft was completed. And the consensus was that the Washington Commanders, by drafting Sam Howell in the fifth round, had the best value pick of the entire draft. It's a hell of a kudo. It's a hell of an honor to have from draft pundits, especially here in this town, for a team that, for some reason, it feels like hasn't drafted well over the years. But look, like I said, I've been on this train. The fact that Ron Rivera came out and confirmed this uh, within the last 48 hours makes me smile from ear to ear. This is the proper approach at the quarterback position. Damn the retread veteran. Damn, well, I told you all, what was this, Tuesday? There is one veteran. There's one veteran I'd be okay with. And he's right up by 95. Lamar Action Jackson. He's played his last down in Baltimore. If Washington wants to get sexy and get spicy, Taki hot, so to speak, at the quarterback position. Give a call up to Steve Biscotti and the Ravens and see how much it would take to get Lamar Jackson out of Baltimore. Because guess what? 
Ravens fans out there, if you're listening, one way or another, I'm telling you. I've been saying this, what, since after the Week 18 game? We first talked to Jason Lockham for Lamar Jackson has played his last down with the Baltimore Ravens. So if you're Washington, new ownership group trying to make a splash, I'd be okay with a Lamar Jackson. But outside of Lamar, I'm done. What's the analogy I've been using? You don't go to the uh, go to the club looking for your wife. I'm done with us trying to pick up somebody else's sloppy second, so to speak. I want something fresh. I want something new that no one's seen before at the quarterback position. I want a quarterback to call my own. And that hopefully is what's going to end up happening here in Washington, according to head coach Ron Rivera. Rookie fifth-round pick Sam Howell going to have the inside track to be the commander's QB1 uh, heading into 2023. It's been a long, long show. I appreciate you all keeping up with me here on this Friday night. We'll take a quick time out. When we come back, we'll put a bow on things. We'll recap the big news stories of the day. Plus, send you on your way. I'll give you my official predictions one more time. We'll give a score for Super Bowl 57. That's coming up next here on The Fan. Josh Harris, prospective buyer of the Washington Commanders, officially visited the facility uh, recently is the word being used. No exact timetable on when that happened, uh, but we know it was recently. So the ball starting to roll downhill, so to speak, with the Washington Commanders and the potential sale of this team. Uh, the big news that came out earlier, we'll play it one more time here for you quickly. Sean Payton had this to say on Radio Row. For me, it was looking it was looking really closely at, at, at these teams, and then there was a, you know, there everyone's waiting to see what happens in Washington, and there there was some interest from some potential ownership groups that are going to be bidding on that currently a bid on that team that were getting ahead of the game, saying, wow. "Hey, you know, if we get awarded this team, would you?" And and so. There were a lot of different things at play. That's interesting. And and that's a place that's had great tradition. Like when I came into the league, Adam, my first two years were Philly. Of course, yeah. My next four years were New York Giants. I know all about that. And then my watching and talking about the Washington Commanders. Clearly, that sound bite plus the news from Josh Harris lets us know, man, this thing is rolling downhill fast. We should expect, we should expect news on the sale of the Washington Commanders. Any day now. We know it wasn't going to happen during this week because of Super Bowl weekend, but, man, after Sunday, everything's on the table, man. Look for March 26th through the 29th at the NFL's owners' meetings uh, to be one of those key dates that people are talking about. Sources say the NFL wants a deal done by then. That's going to do it here for this Friday night edition of Overtime. Make sure you give me a follow on Twitter at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. I'm back with you Monday, same time, same place, following Grant and Danny right here on The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.